0: Well, if I've learned anything from being a game developer, it's that not giving someone a reward is punishing them. <laughs> Butterscotch Shenanigans. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 213 of Coffee with Butterscotch, the game dev comedy podcast of Butterscotch Shenanigans. I'm Seth and I'm the games programmer. I'm Adam and I'm the webs programmer. I'm Sam and I'm the art. And this is a show... <laughs> <laughs> <This laughs> the art. The, the art. art. This is a show where we talk about life, business, and working in the games industry, except... Not, Not today, because today, today is the shenana Jam kickoff mini so yeah. That still is sort of all three of those things. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I think still today. We'll talk about all those things. Because uh, today is July 12th, twenty nineteen, the very start of the third annual Butterscotch Shenana Jam. Normally, we would have a profanity warning here, but we're going to try real hard <laughs> to, keep, <laughs> to this, just keep this thing light uh, in case there's some chids listening. And by chids, you mean adults. Adults yes. who want to jam and mm-hmm. not, not be upset. Um, okay. So let's talk about the Shenanah Jam. So this episode is going to be a short one. We're going to talk a little bit about jamming. What's it all about? How's it do? Why? why you do? Uh, then we're going to drop some quick hot tips for jammins. And then we'll announce the theme, talk about the achievements, and then I think we'll do some something weird at the end. Yep. There's a good yeah. chance that will happen throughout. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, all right. So jamming. What is what is jamming? How do you do it? Why do you do it? For those who are listening mm-hmm. to this and are like, what the heck is going on? Why is this random episode appearing? What is the shenanigans jam? why are all these game devs who are highly technical talking about jam. Yeah. Yeah. So a jam is a 48-hour event generally. It can be any duration of time, but generally the 48-hour event where you get a theme at the beginning of the event and you have to build a video game using that theme by the end of the event. And generally, a jam also means that you can't use sort of a bunch of, you know, pre-work or external assets to build the thing. It should be made not necessarily from scratch, but but roughly scratch-like during the (laughs) duration. It needs to be a new product. That's the easiest way to think about it. Yeah. Uh, So generally what this means is that you'll find a team. Sometimes a bunch of randos, sometimes, you know, your brothers in our case. And then, uh, you know, you get a theme, you do some brainstorming, and then you make a video game over about two, three days. And in our case, this is actually how our studio got started, which was we were doing some game jams and realized, oh, I guess we could actually build games. <laughs> this is pretty fun. I mean, if we could make games, it must be super easy to just make a career out of it. Turns out it's slightly more difficult. Than well, that, there's but- more to it than that, but. It's a great first step, yeah. and uh, and also it's a it's a really good way to learn new tech to sort of explore some aspects. If you're an artist, of a particular art style, or just learn how to draw leaves, for example, over a two day window, um, all sorts of things you can do, or just to learn about yourself. Just you always learn about yourself, you? yeah. And it, like you might not know how to do any art, you might not know how to do any programming, mm-hmm. you might just not know anything. Period. But when the jam is done, you'll be 30 hours or more further in yep. to whatever that skill is. And yep. you'll feel great. You'll have accomplished something huge that you didn't even know you were capable of. You just It's just very invigorating. It is. Yeah, and the less true. you know, the more progress you make in 30 hours, mm-hmm. relatively speaking. Yeah. So really, if you're completely inexperienced, you have more reasons exactly. to do the jam than anybody else. That's yep. true. So, uh, so get in there and do it. Uh, also, if you're participating in the Shenanah Jam, hop into the Discord, the Butterscotch Discord, which is at discord.gg/bscotch. We have a special Shenanah Jam channel in there. But I think most importantly, uh, it allows you to connect with yes. with other people who are doing it, and it makes. I mean, especially if you're jamming uh, solo or if you're jamming remotely or whatever. You know, being on your own in front of a computer screen for a whole weekend. Not the best. Not ideal. Nope. Um, so this this kind of allows you to feel more connected and feel like, you know, really get your finger on the pulse of the happenings. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely do that. And this is an online jam, so that's really the only way you can hang out with people who are not your teammates yeah. anyway, uh, with some exception. And maybe we'll talk about the local stuff going on. Yeah. is it yeah. On, your, on yeah. your list. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we got all that stuff. And then we'd also like to thank Yo-Yo Games because they're providing free keys Freakies, freakies. They dropped some freakies <laughs> on us, uh, and so anybody who's interested in learning how to use Game Maker Studio two, uh, you will be able to have temporary access to the full version of the software for some amount of time, at least during the jam, and then some time afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the software that we use to make our games. That's also the software that we l- learned how to make games in to begin with uh, back in two thousand ten. Yeah, at uh, our first jams. So it's great. It's a great uh, uh, program for just like rapid prototyping and it's very easy to learn. So uh, if you're new to everything, then just use that. It's mm-hmm. going to be great. All right. Quick hot tips for jamming. What kinds of things should people be thinking about? Keep your team jamming? size small. Yep. That's rule number one. And there's a really interesting point about this, which is that communication channels uh, explode exponentially as you add more people. So if there's just one of us. Obviously, you You don't need to talk to anybody. And actually – You got zero communication channels. Mm -hmm. And if there's one more person, it's actually almost the same. Just 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 one. one. But as soon as you get more, now you actually have this multiplicative effect where you start having – you go from one to three when you have three people. Now when you have three, now you have six channels of communication. I don't know. Each person can talk to either of the other ones and then you kind of like loop right kind of like loop mm-hmm. that because yeah. yeah, it grows combinatorial that's what yeah. it is yeah so as you get which the i team, think is worse than exponential right it is result, probably it, it is horrible so, 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 i think the the end result then is if you have a team of five there's 63 billion communication it, yeah handles. it's very much like that yes so don't don't go too big um we said we actually had somebody joking the discord all back about like what would happen if you got like 100 indie developers to try to make a a game over nothing, a channel. like, nothing literally would nothing happened. would happen. <laughs> there, well, there would be a lot of tweeting. There'd be a lot, lots of tweets coming out <laughs> about what was not happening. So keep your team uh, small. We generally recommend four and under is sort of a good size. You can do five if a few people have really are already know each other and already have like a slick channel between the two of them. But don't yep. you dare Cross the five threshold. But this yeah. is coupled with the other thing, which is to keep your team small and keep your ideas small. Yes. yes. Which yes. Is this is not this is not a space for big ideas. No. You know? So the the smaller your ideas and the more people you have, then the less sense that that makes, you yep. know what I mean? Yes. Um, and the bigger your idea is the less you are going to accomplish. Yes. So you want to keep everything, everything small. Yeah. And you can build. So, so you start with a small idea, something simple, some kind of action game, something that's kind of familiar. Maybe it's like you fly a spaceship shooting uh, space zombies. I don't mm-hmm. know. So, something, you know, that's pretty easy to, to execute and pretty easy to understand and that you can have up and running really quickly. Once you have that, now you have a, a game. Like you, You've got it now. Yep. And now everything you do from then on is Gravy. just awesome extra stuff. Yep. So you can start layering in like new mechanics and mm-hmm. new concepts and new art and all that stuff. So but we you, generally – always have a game now. Yeah, so we we, ge- we generally aim within the first eight hours to have a playable prototype that is basically the game. And yep. then everything after that, it just sort of adds zaniness to it mm-hmm. and layers to it. As far as genres to, uh, to lean toward or to avoid – Generally, you're going to want to pick ones that, like I said, are, are a little bit more action oriented. They tend to be just faster to get to the point where it's actually a game. Um, if you jammed a bunch, then you can start you could start reaching out from those sort of more action oriented genres into you know more tactical, even more strategy oriented genres. Um, but things like simulation, things like strategy, uh, any of those are really hard to pull off in such a short time window because they require a bunch of different systems before the whole thing works. Mm-hmm. Keep that in mind. Yeah, yes, that, ideally the it should be. Done enough as a game as early as possible. And the only way to do that is with a game concept that is very straightforward Mm -hmm. and easy to make fun. Yeah. And there there, there are a few genres of game that you should – if you're new to jamming that you should avoid. So simulation games, uh, they require every single piece to be working well uh, before any of it works, Mm -hmm. which means it won't really be playable at all until the last minute, Mm -hmm. um, which is pretty bad. Um, MMOs. Try to avoid that. We're going to make one probably, yeah. but uh, we've been doing this for a decade now. So <laughs> uh, so there's that. Um, anything that requires uh, like a huge volume of content, like a crafting game or a collectible card yes. game, um, those kinds of things are going to be really hard to to nail because they just take so much work before they're fun. Um, so sticking with, with more action-oriented things, if you're new to jamming, would be the way to go. Yeah. And roguelikes in particular are one of the best – things any roguelike components you put into your game which involve mm-hmm. permadeath and sort of you know the resetting of progress and sort of thing can really extend gameplay a ton where you can you can make a game in 2 days that actually people will play for a couple of hours which yeah. is super fun. And if you and if you use this method of sort of like starting with a smaller idea and then and then building it up then that also gives you time to implement loops which is the idea of of after each play session the player has something they can do to give them an, a reason to come back. So maybe like Uh, You defeat a bunch of enemies and then even though you died, you know, you've now leveled up and gained some new ability or something for the next run. Um, So you can actually add a lot of replay value to your game with that. And the last piece of advice we have for for jamming is uh, try not to have anybody on your team who is a quote designer, Um, which design role is really important for large teams, large projects, you know, big, big Mm -hmm. games. Uh, but when you're trying to go as fast as possible and keep things really small, uh, a designer will just keep saturating your team with well, ideas. Well, it's also important because I think ex- uh, designers is the, is the key role in this in this sort of ecosystem that truly requires expertise and experience for it to actually be – Useful. Uh, yeah. yeah. Not, not only useful but like an essential like important thing because if you're just a person who, who comes up with good game ideas – uh, that's not what actually what being a designer is about. A designer is actually more of a producer role. where It's like figuring out what can we accomplish with our limited resources and with you know within mm-hmm. and so on. And and without that, if you're only coming up with ideas, then in the context of a jam, you're just dumping work. On you're them, just right? dumping work on people. <laughs> it's not going to work. So that it is the case though that if you if your team has the ability to make tools for someone who is a designer, so in other words, mm-hmm. if you can build something that allows someone to build levels, then you can. But it's fine to have someone who's doing more pure design in your team, but they end up. They end up getting funneled not in a in a high level design role, but in a in the weeds, build levels, you know, throwing weapons together, that sort of thing. Um, yeah. So there's there's some really important dif- differentiations there, and so just remember that designers tend to make work for everybody else in the team. So that's actually their job. That's, yeah, that's literally <laughs> what their job is, and so um, you got to make sure that you you corral them appropriately. Yeah. 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 Um. So that's those are our quick hot tips for jamming. Uh. Now let's talk about the themes. So these themes come from titles of our podcast episodes from the past year, which we had 50 something of them. Uh, And so we picked the three that we thought would make the best themes and you can choose to use any one of these, or you can use any combination of them and try Mm -hmm. to mix them. Any subset. You just have to use at least one. Yeah. Uh, All right. So the first theme, Christmas Eve. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, Next theme, DNA chaos. Final theme. Wrenches one oh one. Okay, so there's a lot there's a lot to work with yep. there. You can hit these from a lot of different angles. Um so like Christmas Eve, there's there's holidays, there's curses, you there's got magic. magic, there's yep. there's uh spooky stuff. Spooky spirits, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, DNA chaos, I don't know. There's biology, it's like genetics, viruses, there's, yeah, mutations. Um, and yep. then, of course, Wrench is 101 is tools, it's building, mm-hmm. but it's also a class. There's school involved mm-hmm. somehow. Yep. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what any of this means. That's for everybody else to figure <laughs> out. So when it comes to these themes, uh, you're going to basically start with that theme and then just start coming up with, with game ideas that incorporate it. Um, and it doesn't have to be extremely rigid. Like yeah. if you if you are pretty loose with it, that's still okay. As it long just as needs to be recognizable. Yeah, as long as it's recognizably inspired by it. Yeah. The, the so theme. That in some way. if we look at it and we're like, we're not even sure which one this is, then that's kind of a problem. But if you then tell us which one it is, and we're like, yep. oh, yep, then I, that's yeah, fine. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Um, all and, right. So well, I think there's a, there's a good point here too, which is if you're having trouble on that idea generation phase after seeing the themes, one of the really good things you can do is is talk amongst your team about what everyone is trying to get out of the jam. Yeah. And Use that as a secondary set of constraints because, for example, if your artist is like, look, you know, uh, I usually do uh, you know, 3D art. I really want to try pixel art this time, but I'm new to the tool. That means you're probably not going to have a ton of art coming out. So you need to consider that when you're building for the game. Uh, and if your programmer is like, oh, you know, actually, I've been, I've been poking around with, uh, with procedural generation. Like I really want to try something like that. Then you start kind of piecing together a better idea of what everyone wants to get out of the jam. And that can help kind of narrow the focus for you. Yep. Yes. All right. Let's talk about Achievements. Yes. So – so, and once we once we go through all these, then we'll do a quick um, session where we kind of come up with a game idea quickly to kind of show you what a brainstorming session might look like. Um, and then we'll talk a little bit more about the schedule and then we'll call it a day so you can get on to making games. All right. So the, these achievements are essentially modifiers that you can attach to your game that you'll just get, I don't know, magic internet points for. Mm-hmm. Uh, so – so we just came up with a bunch of stuff to that we thought would be really weird, difficult, or interesting to kind of mix into your game idea to see what people can come up with. First achievement, Iron Triangle. Uh this achievement is if your game primarily uses triangles for its art. So if you don't have an artist, might be a good one to, <laughs> to go for. Yep. Next achievement innovation. Your game is a battle royale. Yeah. Um, so, innovative. this is a whole new concept in gaming and nobody is doing it. Nope. Yep. So, just see if you can do just it. Create the bandwagon. Yeah. Next achievement Tis the Season. Your game has a season pass, uh, makes fun of season passes, or just has seasons. <laughs> okay. Yep. Uh, so, apparently, every game now has to have a season pass. So, why, why, why shouldn't yours? your game have yep. one? Uh, next achievement Game Boy. Your game only uses 8-bit sound effects and is the classic Game Boy four-color green palette. We had a few of these last year. They were pretty rad. They're very fun. Yeah. They, they really get that – scratch that nostalgia. They there. do, yeah. Um, it doesn't necessarily have to be pixel art, which is kind of an interesting one. Though but, Everybody does do pixel art. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, next achievement, Level Head, which is – it's inspired by our own game that we have in early access right now, which is uh, that your game lets players build their own levels, maps, etc. Something. So there's something in your game that you can let people, people build their own stuff. Uh, next achievement, Sweet 16, which is using the standard 16-bit color palette that was there back in <laughs> ye olden times. Yeah, and mm-hmm. if you want to see an example of this, our game I Know CPR, which is up on uh, Itch, uses the 16-bit color palette. Yeah, it was pretty fun actually. It was super fun. I learned a bunch of stuff too about it. About how to use colors, because of only using sixteen of them, which is weird. But that's how it works. Sometimes less is more. Constraints are important. Uh, Next achievement: split brain. This is where you've made a multiplayer game where everyone controls the same character. What does this mean? I don't know. Whatever you want to you legs and arms. Uh, Is it democratic? Are uh, somebody shooting and somebody running? I don't know. (laughs) Uh, Are you a boat and one person is the sails? You know, I don't mm, know. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Next next achievement: healthy living. Sleep for eight hours per night, get an hour of exercise, and only eat healthy food for the duration of the jam. <laughs> that's thought, you know we, it's a good achievement. It's a good achievement. I hope yeah. everybody gets this one. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm not going to. The hour of exercise gonna is tough. I'm going to eat chocolate. Because <laughs> <one. laughs> yeah, I guess the – I know the tough one is the only eating healthy food yeah. over a jam because then you want to get chocolate. You want to get your Cheez-Its. Yeah, you it's kind of a party. Yeah. Instead, you're just dunking carrots and hummus and you're just like, oh. Maybe we should have broken this apart into three achievements. One for exercising <laughs> – too One late for now. sleeping. We, we can't go back. You got to yeah. commit. This is like an Iron Man, <laughs> and also your whole team has to do it. So this is going to be a very this is Ooh. probably the hardest achievement. Really, that's true. It's start a movement. Yeah, it's like running a marathon, just eating regular good food. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, next achievement: butter smooth tools, make games the beast way, Inkscape for art, Game Maker for game programming, and that's it. Mm-hmm. So we don't really have any specific sound tools because we you know contract that yep. out. So I guess you have to contract out your sound. <laughs> All right, uh, Mozart compose your own music. So if you don't have a sound contract, you, you get this achievement. Wait, does it count if you use BFXR to compose your own music? You mean sound effects? and sound effects and stuff? Yeah, like, accounts. Accounts. Yeah, I guess it's not music though. Does that's just bo- music. That's just boops, and beeps. boops and beeps. Yeah, but if you use the boops and beeps to make music, mm-hmm. then that's also fine. That's good. That's challenging, but BFXR. I don't know if it's Mozart quality. <laughs> <laughs> it will be something. Could be. Uh, next achievement, totally ethical surprise mechanics. The primary means of progressing through your game is loot boxes. Yep. So uh, – They don't have, they don't have to involve real money, you know. <laughs> well, ideally, they, 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 should ideally not, they actually. don't because, you know. They 100% should not involve real can't money. Play. Yeah. But the great thing about them is that they're surprisingly ethical. Yeah. Yep. So uh, next achievement is the ultimate idol. The game plays itself on boot up and if the player does nothing, the game will just keep playing itself. <laughs> Yep. So idle games, all hot the hot, rage, hot mm-hmm. new thing in a mobile game. Well, it's not new, but it's definitely picking up yep. steam. So we thought, why not just take this to its logical extreme? And you don't even need to play the game at all. It's almost like a screensaver at that point. It, it is a screensaver, just saver. a really yeah. fancy screensaver. Yeah. Now, you, now this doesn't mean the player can't play the game. It's just that they don't have to. Right? Yeah. Uh Next achievement: persistent universe. Something about your game lives online, and every player can affect it. So maybe there's a persistent mm. world. Maybe you're gonna make that weird cube thing that what's maybe his name made? A certain pool of lives that everyone pulls from and then mm-hmm. the game turns off, which is I think Rami is from, uh, yep. from uh from from a while back Extinction mm-hmm. game and things. Yep. Uh one punch man. Your game is controllable with a single input. So maybe you just like press the space bar, maybe you do punch something. I don't know. But yeah. mm-hmm. only one input. Uh, seal approved some aspect of your game is controlled by the sound of claps and or screams <laughs> you could mix this with one I'm punch man I'm still waiting for this one I really want. <laughs> nobody did it last, nobody did year. last year yeah you can mix this with one punch man and uh, you know maybe you just only you, you only clap and that's just how you mm-hmm. do it yeah you know? uh, next achievement <clears throat> franchise this is for people who did the Shenanah Jam last year make a sequel or shared universe game to your previous Shenanah Jam entry it must still incorporate this year's theme and also be a whole new game. So it's not like you're just going to make, you know, slap a two on the end of last yeah, year's no. game. Nope. Yeah. And still make a new thing. It's got to be a new thing. It doesn't even have to be the same genre. It's no. just, it would be a sequel in the same way that our games are sequels, which is absolutely <laughs> nothing like each other, but they generally feel similar. Yeah. Uh, then we have uh, several achievements for team size. We got the four wheeler achievement for a team size of four tripod for a team size of three tango for two and maverick for one. Uh, we aren't giving out achievements for team sizes of five or greater because nope. we've been over this, you guys. We should have had a list of uncheeves, which would include having more than four. Uncheeves. Yeah. Well, if I've learned anything from being a game developer, it's that not giving someone a reward is punishing them. It's true. So we'll just do that. Um. So those are all of the uh, achievements for this year, and we'll be we'll be sending out an email that has all this information in it, so you don't have to you know keep like re-listening to chunks of the podcast, mm-hmm. to, to and it'll be on that. the itch page as well. Yeah. Um, how do people right. get to the How do people get to the page? Shinnanagem. dot Shenanagam. How do, you, how do Spell that. Uh, I'm not do gonna best. do that, but <laughs> it'll be in it. the title but of the podcast. It's like <laughs> shenanigans, which. Even if you don't know how to spell it, you know how to Google it to find out how to spell it. So it's shenanigans, it, I think but it just could, ends with jam. I think if you jams, just do your best, just do get, your best. You'll get there. <laughs> jam. Just Google shenanigans. And however you type it, I'm sure Google Unless will spell it. Unless you spell it, it with it. a CH, in which case. What if you spell it? S C H E N A N N Y. D J A M. It'll probably get you there. I think Google would figure that one out. Yeah, it might actually we'll, we'll try it. Like, I we'll try it and report back. Shouldn't end a jam. All right. So the last thing we want to do um, before we close out the episode is a quick brainstorming session. If yeah. we were to if we were to grab one of these themes and make a game right now, uh, how would we come up with an idea and what would that look like? And bear in mind that we always say like you should spend as little time as possible planning your game because the more time you plan, the bigger, then, the, idea the, bigger the idea gets. So we'll cap around an hour. An hour of planning? Yeah. Yeah, but we're going to do it in just a few minutes. Yep. So, uh, all right. So, our themes are Christmas Eve, DNA Chaos, and Wrenches 101. Let's do Wrenches 101. Wrenches, you seem very enthused about that. <laughs> wrenches 101? <laughs> um, okay. Okay, we also need to know, what is it we're trying to get out of this jam? You know? Yeah. So, we know we want to make an MMO. Right. Because we want to we increase our skill set with relation mm-hmm. to networked programming. Mm-hmm. So, yes. how do we make a, well, we an should, MMO? We should, no, we should do this for the, the yeah. masses. Something something MMO. closer to what everybody else will be expecting. Yeah. For our own brainstorming session, of course, we'll do an MMO. <laughs> it probably doesn't matter, but uh, we will do whatever uh, yeah. we will do. Because so, we, we want to keep this simple, right? Keep it an action game, keep mm-hmm. it constrained, keep it small. So I'm reminded of Dodgeball, where the guy says if you throw dodge wren- yeah. you throw wrenches and you dodge wrenches. I don't know. You guys sure, yeah. Okay. So is wrenches one oh one is it a class? Like is this a class in school? I think it has to be a class in school. And where you're, where you're learning how to throw wrenches? Is this the – Maybe you're learning all the ways that you can use a wrench. Oh, okay. But mainly so like, <laughs> Mainly throwing. <Now>, so <laughs> you can have various kinds of wrenches. So some some you can eat to increase your health. Ooh, yeah. I assume. Mm-hmm. Some you can throw. Some that are melee weapons. Good, so I it's can, just okay. a wrench-based – It's sort all of like right. enter the gungeon except it's Ooh, all wrenches. wrenches. I like this. Now, the great thing about wrenches is, of course, you can build things with Yeah. Them, yeah. Right? So, so maybe it's a it's – a, we could do the battle royale, I guess, if we – the mm-hmm. battle mm-hmm. reality. Okay, so there's wrench. Either wrenches drop in from the sky, or they pop out of sort of like wrench dispensers. Mm-hmm. But you don't know what kind of wrench. You mean wrench get, loot boxes? Wrench loot boxes. <laughs> so <laughs> you're gonna get wrenches, and you can build stuff using these wrenches, or you can throw them at people mm. too. So do the wrenches get consumed when you build something, uh, as well as when you throw? So it's like a you know. No. Okay. I think I think the wrenches are persistent. Persistent okay. wrenches, because when because you can only have one wrench at a time, and when you uh, throw so you it, you have it to, in, to trade your wrenches and like yeah, like yeah, when you it, throw it, it at somebody, now. you got you got no wrench ah, now. Now so you gotta, now you gotta it go, it go find another. So wrench. if someone throws <laughs> if someone throws the wrench at you and misses, then you pick it up. You and can check pick it up back and throw it back at them. I right? right. so like you can also have a boomerang wrench that comes back to you. Boomer wrench, boomer wrench. Yeah, and there's there's chocolate wrenches that show up, and you can just eat those, and that's fine. But you can also throw it at somebody, and if you hit them with it, it hurts, and that's. And right I now. assume you need golden wrenches to get into the golden toolboxes to get random new wrenches. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So so essentially we've got this sort of wrench-based system where you, you need to hit people with wrenches, but you also need to build things like defenses and turrets and stuff out mm. of wrenches to protect yourself. And then you also need to eat chocolate wrenches to uh, return your HP. Right. Yeah. So is this – and as far as how it works, is this – you said Battle Royale. Oh, so no, because it's 101. In. The 101 isn't because of it's an education. It's because that's how many. There's 101, There's 101 in players in it. Yeah. Oh, that's because it's better than all the other Battle <laughs> ra- <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. There you go. Wrenches 101. It's a 101-player Battle Royale. With Where wrenches. you hit people, eat, and build things out of wrenches. Yeah. Okay, you did it. it. There you go. There's your there's your basic game concept. This would be pretty hard to execute. Yes, but it's just because it's a battle royale. Right it's because it's a battle royale. <laughs> yeah, but you can pare it down. You could say, okay, you have one hundred one lives, or you could set it in the school setting, and then have it. We also, but then but the idea is when you're implementing this, you start with the smallest version of it. So the smallest version of it is having people who can. Pick up having wrenches appear. Pick up a ground, wrench, you, you chuck it, it and you can throw it. And then it falls on the ground. Yep. Yeah. And and you now, and now you've got a game. You did it. Done. If you could do you that be- with two people, you can do it with a hundred and one. Yep. That's, yep, that's how it works. It naturally tracks. Yep. <laughs> and then you can keep on adding new kinds of wrenches that do different things. And but at each step of the way, you're done. You, you got, got a game. working game. Yep. So so there's our wrenches one oh one. Was it five minutes? I think it was even I think it was even less than done. that. All right, you guys. Let's talk about the what? schedule. Let's talk about the schedule for the rest schedule. of the jam. Uh, all right. So first thing, if you're here in St. Louis, there is an event coming up. It's a barbecue. It's a physical event. We going to take your meat body and, and put meat in it. I yum. guess uh, that's going to be, be veggie options. I have no idea. We're not, we're not running it. We're just, we're just, we're just, uh, just along for the ride. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's going to be uh, the Friday of the start of the jam at Tillis Park in Ledoux. 5 p.m. Central Time, Friday. Now, when you're going there via GPS, Google will tell you that it's Lodway. Just, it's no. fine. You know? Yeah. Lodway. That's what the locals call you it. You say tomato, I say tomato, it's fine. I, I assume if you, so, so the, the co-op does have a Facebook group. So There's a Facebook just, group. If you yeah. just, not Google, Facebook? If you Facebook St. Louis game yeah. developers, uh, you'll find you'll the find group. It. and the There's an event, event there. That would be the best way to find it. All right, and we will be making an appearance. Um, I think our plan is we're just going to sort of Drive by on mopeds or scooters, quickly s- uh, swipe some ribs, mm-hmm. uh, down them as swipe we swipe some ribs, slap some hands. Yep. We gotta go build a as so, we yeah. scoot by, screaming, uh, covered in sauce. Mm-hmm. I think that was our plan there. Yes. Uh, then we will have a kick down event, which will be a live podcast episode that we do on Discord on Sunday, July 14, six p.m. CDT. Mm-hmm. Central mm-hmm. Time. Should we also admit right now that we are actually re-recording right now? <laughs> yeah, the, we recorded <laughs> the <end> this, of <laughs> this episode. <laughs> we recorded this episode because all of Seth's dates were wrong. <laughs> I messed it <laughs> Every all up. All of it. <laughs> I got the days of the week right, there, yeah, and the and the times, which I felt super good. It about. was just the, the actual dates were not accurate. Right. So <laughs> July fourteen, Sunday, six p.m. CDT. If the dates are still wrong, it's it is Sunday. Sunday. It's we Sunday, know that it's, it's Sunday hour time. Our time, yep. not Sunday in Australia. No, nope. it's tomorrow. Mm-mm. Don't be going down or that road or yesterday, I don't whenever know. it is. It's not now, now <laughs> is now. Come now, uh-huh. but later on yep. Sunday, 6 p.m., <laughs> July 14th. Um, so, we're gonna basically just be on Discord and I guess we're gonna just like hang out, talk about the jam, talk about what we've been making. Yeah, we'll ask some community questions and stuff too, so people can chime in with their experience and then we'll, you know rebroadcast that with our mouthpieces Mm in the podcast, which is going to be probably also answer questions just as they appear. Yep. Yep. And also if you have been in the discord the whole time, which you will have been because you're an amazing where else you going to be, then probably you will have also been sharing awesome stuff from your game. There's a pretty good chance that we'll talk about some Mm -hmm. of the cool stuff that we've seen uh, through the weekend. Um, so that's happening July 14th, 6 p.m. CDT for realsies. Yeah. There is also another physical human event that the game dev co-op is putting on for the end of the jam. Yes. Chances but I'm pretty sure it overlaps and so I don't know the details because we cannot go. Although yes. I, we, I think Sampada may go. Yes. I think she says. is going to go. Attent. So Sampada We may have a rep, rep. We may have a represent, representative. Uh, but again, we just go to the St. Louis game dev co-op stuff on Facebook to find yes. all that info. Um, and then, of course, the final submission time and date. For the jam, mm-hmm. get it right. Set. Monday, July fifteenth, okay, eight a.m. Central Time CDT. Uh, so that gives you a full seventy-two hours to make a game in forty-eight hours. Yeah, so you we should. You should pick two days and use those two days. Yeah, yeah we wanted to give you a buffer. Um, if you do use the full seventy-two hours, that's fine. We're gonna kill you. I mean, no, we're, so gonna you? You, <laughs> uh, uh, we're gonna come after you. It's fine. We're gonna bring it. the wrath down upon. Oh, i the, the officer. <laughs> <result. laughs> That's fine. You're so I jump. hope you're happy with that being the last thing you ever do on this. Earth. <laughs> Actually, spin. we don't care. Nope. Uh, you can do whatever you want. Do yep. whatever you want. We're not your, we're not your parents. If you're on a roll, and you just want to keep going. Just keep yeah, going. Whatever, everybody. I don't care. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so that's all we got. So have a great jam, everybody, and we will hopefully do the same. And yeah. we'll see you at the kickdown. Hey, what's, what's the saying? May your, jam, may your jam, be swift, and your game playable. Yes. Hell yeah, buddy. Mm -hmm. See you on Sunday. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.